vibras. Because we know the vibras. Welcome to the season finale of You Know the Vibras podcast for season three. I'm the one and only Wanda Don. And as always, I'm accompanied by Michael Carrasco. Yo, yo, yo. The finale for season three. Damn, bro. Yeah. Damn, these things go by quick. We're already almost at a hundred episodes on the on the platform. Um damn. That's 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 crazy, bro. That I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, damn, bro, like you know how hard it is to come up with that many ideas or that many topics. And people probably don't think about it, but um until you actually do it, you will see. And we we're gonna talk about that's that right. later on in the episode. Uh today's episode is basically the season finale. Uh we posted a QA um on Instagram per usual, you know, views but no interactions. You guys let us down, unfortunately. Oh, wow. But hey, we got like two questions, two or three questions. So we're just going to go over those. But the main point of today's episode is just to recap, uh, you know, how how much we've grown in three seasons. And we really wanted to touch on um, the main conversation, which is going to be the truth about podcasting. Basically, this can be helpful to those who want to start podcasting or maybe to, you know, um, people who listen to podcasts and don't quite know, um, you know, what it takes to do a podcast and, uh, you know, the, the challenges that may present themselves. Um, you know, it's coming from us. Now we can talk about it cause we've been doing three seasons. That's, you know, accumulation of over 90 episodes. So right. I think we have the experience now to do so give pointers, um, and see, you know, uh, you know, what could help those and, and also if you just want to listen and, and casually see how, how we've grown and all of that. But before we get into that, um quickly, quickly, we're gonna go over the quote of the day and then we're gonna jump into, you know, what we've been doing this past weekend and uh, you know, any highlights that have happened throughout the week. We just wanna get the quote out of there first. Yes, sir. So yes, Michael, sir. hit them with the quote. So today's quote is anonymous. Uh, should have had the spread ready, but uh, it's too late. <laughs> but the, the, well, I got I got some texts that you didn't pay up. So. I mean, nobody hit me up though. <laughs> nah, but we'll, we'll we'll make arrangements. Um, but yeah, uh, anonymous quote. The quote is quite simple, and that is the truth will always come out. Simple as that. Um, what I'm trying to come from is, you know, just try to live your life as truthful as possible. Just because anything that you can tr- do, you may try to hide, it will eventually get exposed. Right. No, and, tr- and being truthful prevents uh, feeling guilty. And pre- and when you don't feel guilty, you don't, you don't have that burden on you. You're not worried about things when you go out and, or, you know, whatever. It's just, it, it, it helps you live more comfortably and peaceful uh, when you're truthful. And so at times you even feel good about yourself. Uh, if you did any deed that, you know, that uh, had to do with you being truthful, um, it does help you uh, in many ways. And also it, it does uh, carry on to the future as well. Like say you were truthful to someone at one point in your life and um, maybe they didn't expect it, but you'd be in that way in the future. They would, you know, maybe do it for you as well. Or right. they would do it for someone else just because you did it for them. Right. Um, there, there was a, a thing that happened. I mean, this is, this is something so crazy. I mean, it's so simple. But I'm um, in the gym. Uh, recently, this guy had like left his phone, and uh, I like had 
uh, called him. I like, I mean, not called him, but like I picked up the phone and, and called him. Like, hey, you left your phone. Um, and he was like, oh my god, thank you. He said, a couple more seconds, or if you guys weren't there, it would have been gone. I'm like, I mean, damn, that, that's crazy. You know, I, no, I just do true. things that I want people to do for me. Right. You know what I mean? Um, that's why, and we can't control other people, right? But doing things like that, you know, makes you feel good. Like, okay. I did this and that person's relieved. Even there's been times where, you know, I've returned the items to people that they may have left something or, you know, stuff like that. And my dad has always told me like the one, the one thing that isn't materialistic to him, but he's proud of, of his kids is knowing that his kids don't take anything that's not theirs. or wouldn't take anything that's not theirs. And just him having that feeling, you know, is something that as a parent shows you that you did good, you know, where, showing your kids that they don't they don't need to take things that they're that's not theirs and it carries on with you throughout your life you know so i definitely um always live my life like that like I, like i said in the past episode before there could be x amount of money you know in front of me it's not mine so i'm not gonna touch it you know what i mean i just <laughs> you know what i mean i mean there's cases where you think about it like a million oh, dollars you know hey. what i mean <laughs> like i've seen recently this girl in uh goodwill on i think on like uh the shade room or something she had found like $10,000 stuffed in like a jacket and uh, she had like returned it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, damn, that's, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. I mean, that, that used to tell you what type <laughs> like, of like, somebody is. Well, yeah. And it depends. Like uh, someone in the comments was like, because the girl was like, oh, I've been looking for a blessing. Like, because the guy gave her like $1,000. The girl was like, oh, I've been looking for a blessing and this is my blessing. And somebody in the comments was like, no, your blessing was the $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but nah, but yeah, that's something like the quote, uh, just being truthful is good. Um, all jokes aside, uh, definitely try to be that way in life and uh, God will handle the rest, you know, 100%. but um, good quote. Uh, moving on. Big event, like we mentioned in the last episode, huge, huge sport event. I mean, I was going to ask what you did this week, but, you know, we're pretty well, sure we know. both have done the same thing. Exactly, exactly. You know, the typical. But there was a big event, if not one of the biggest events in combat sports Which, history. Yeah. At least top 10, top Yeah, five. in the last 10 years, um, 100%. Yeah. Uh, you could put on a lot of uh, names out there, like Pacquiao, uh, Mayweather, um, De La Hoya, Mayweather, Cotto, Pacquiao, uh, you know, it's a ton of, yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking at the top of my head, um, Wilder, Fury, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, well, that's boxing, but right. you know, there's more in yeah. the UFC, um, you know, uh, but anyways, um, big event, Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis, you know, finally got to step in, in the, the ring, ring against each other, um, Huge, huge fight. Yeah. Uh, you know, really quick before we get into the fight. Um, there was some things going on before the fight mm -hmm. that, you know, leading up to the fight uh did uh surprise me. Um I was shocked uh, I, until I seen it on my thing, I didn't quite think about it. But Bernard Hopkins, man, you are dirty, bro. Uh they said something about he had testosterone cream or something on his hand and he like tried to rub it on Javante Davis back. That's why there was like a video where um him and uh tank were chirping at each other right because uh um supposedly uh you know he tried to get tank to test dirty so the fight wouldn't happen 
Mm. Allegedly. Mm. Allegedly. Let me say that. But he did touch him, so that's weird. Like he came across the the stage from yeah James doing Tyler the weigh-ins, right? Yeah, because yeah, I, I right, saw right. them going going out uh, at each other. I mean, if because uh, I, I saw a couple of different angles. Uh, the, from one angle, you can clearly see his hand, but I, I didn't really see anything. But man, if that's what's happening, man, come on, come on. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, you see the all constant chirping going on throughout the whole press conferences and yeah. everything, which was the build good. up to the it fight was, was definitely yeah, it was good. It's always good when oh, the yeah. press conferences are interesting. I like I like to watch press conferences because you get to see a lot uh from the fighters and see who's locked in, hundred percent. Who's you know you you learn a lot from them. you really do, um, and I would say, uh, Tank is always known for for talking, you know, right. But, Ryan Garcia was was barking back at him too in the press conferences and stuff, so he kind of held his ground. But I would say, like I said, moving on to the fight fight day, uh, Ryan Garcia just didn't seem confident to me. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's something that I I, I kind of picked up. Like I wish he would have brought the the confidence that he had during the press conference to to mm-hmm. fight night. Um, yeah, and I mean. Sometimes you got to be locked in. No, 100%. You know what I mean? You got to be 100%. locked in. But I think it all started with the walkout. First off, shout out to Tank. Uh, phenomenal walkout. I don't think anyone expected Chief Keith, legend. Out of, out of anybody, yeah, yeah. Out of anybody, uh, bringing out Chief Keith, like, pff, that was crazy. And he did that. After Ryan Garcia mm-hmm. walked out to like some sad, depressing. Oh, yeah, music. I like, forgot, wow. man. You know what? Honestly, I would have thought he would have come out to some Mexican, like some like old Mexican music. That would have that like that would have been dope. That would have been very dope. Like that would have probably got him in the like. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't think Ryan truly shows his Mexican side though. Like you don't see him flaunting like the, I don't know you just don't see him repping right, as much right like, like he is a you know he is a you know sabo he's a you know sabo kid though so. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. he was like he was like viva la he was like viva la mexico he was like viva yeah, la mexico yeah yeah and I mean it comes down and that that part always comes down to the parents right like you know for us yeah. like we could be three generations but we will always be so close to our culture, to the Dominican culture, we'll rep the Dominican Republic no matter what. Um, and I think that's what it right. comes down. Uh, but I do wish that that he taps into to to his Mexican culture a little more because that's right. you know, especially now, he has so many Mexican fans uh, at the arena, man. Especially now, he need. I feel like that will be a good thing for him to tap in into that. I agree. Um, yeah, so it was a letdown on his walkout, but thankfully Tank uh, picked it up. Mm-hmm. I would have, I would have loved being from Maryland. I would have loved to see uh, Tank bring out, you know, someone like Cuta Fool, yeah, yeah, we or an up and coming uh, Maryland artist. You know what I mean? To right. to put them on the map using his using his platform. Um, you know, putting someone from Maryland on the map. He's done it previously, like Shy Glizzy. Mm-hmm. Shy Glizzy's from uh, from uh, DC though, but. Um, he could have, you know, he could have brought out some of these guys. That would have been dope. Um, you know, YG Tech, you know, somebody, mm-hmm. somebody from Maryland. It would have been dope to see. Anyways, into the ring, you could, you could break it down, and I'll follow through. Man, with you. but let's do it quick, and then we're gonna move on. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, 
the fight for for the most part, I, I'll give Ryan like a couple rounds. He he was doing the right things, um, you know, using the jab at the beginning. That jab was phenomenal, jab, and then the right hand. I feel for him what uh, what caused him to lose the fight, and you know, for those who already know what happened, he got a little too impatient. Rowdy. Yeah, I think he was he very got rowdy. a little too impatient. That's why he got knocked down on the second yeah. round. He was dominating that yeah. round. But got uh, I want to say dominate. Yeah. See, my thing is I didn't like all right, listen, listen. You could explain dominance mm-hmm. in your your way. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like I don't like the and okay, you boxing stands, you probably are gonna bash me whatever. I don't care. Right. I just don't like that on the clinch he was going no excessively punching why you not put in pressure you know what i'm saying why you guys are you know cause i know the first round you you gotta like you know measure the the yeah, jab yeah, measure the, the feints see what's working see what's working mm-hmm. see what's not but in that second round you could see in the clinch he was just like being dirty low-key you feel me a little and bit yeah a little bit and then you could see where he kept clinching and trying because he kept taking advantage of the clinch to get punches in and then I mean tank you have to you have to again. especially with Tank so then off the yeah and then off the clinch Tank had like dip, boom that that's what that, that I'm gonna say this that's what separated Tank when you can separate Yo, when you sneaky. can separate yourself from a clinch and come with a sneaky shot man Bro, I said it instantly. I was like, yo, I was like, I jumped out of my seat, bro. Like, that was sneaky, bro. So sneaky. It was so quick and sneaky. But you could, you could, I was like, wow. You couldn't even see until you saw, I didn't see it at first. I didn't see it. And then when I saw the replay, I was like, damn. You know, in fact, and I'm going to say this normally, um, the height uh, advantage goes to the taller person at times. Right. Right. Because the length, the distance, and everything. I'm gonna say this: Tank had the clear advantage in the height difference. Oh yeah, because yeah. you could see him. He, he, you know, he kept ducking. Like, oh my god, the punches was not was missing. And also, you could see Tank. Sometimes there was one time where they like clinched, or he threw a punch and he like grabbed Ryan, like you know, like yeah, him yeah, to the yeah, side. yeah, yeah. Like, that was smooth, bro. That was smooth. He he was he was Tank showed a lot of. Skills. I mean, like, he I was very, he has the skills and and you know his experience. Um. And you look so smart in there too. Exactly. You could tell, like, like they asked, they asked Tank, um, what's something you could take away from the fight? Like, what, what surprised you? And he was like, like the levels. Like he's like, I'm levels ahead mm-hmm. of, like, of, above Ryan. Like he was just like, you could, you could see it. Like, and you could see his confidence. You could see Tank's confidence in the ring. Um, he was, he was smiling the whole time. Like, he was just so smooth and confident. Right. And chill. Right. And, and you could, that's you what could it usually tell is too, the, yeah. Right, but you could tell Ryan the what's it called? The leverage was on Tank's side, and you could tell that Ryan had to apply the pressure to win the fight because Tank had was to. blowing off of Ryan. He had to. I mean, by by you know my unofficial car, <laughs> <laughs> he need Ryan needed a knockout to win at that point. He needed the knockout to win. Um, and I'm gonna tell you what what I'm really surprised about. Ryan's chin actually held up. He got dropped, but he got right back he, up. He he, he 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 did get up. He did get up. He has, uh, he and I up. feel like that's something that not a lot of people acknowledge about him is that he has a pretty strong uh, chin. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of people once they see him drop, it's like, yep, 
fight is over. Uh, but nah, 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 nah. Nah, you could tell it wasn't over. You could tell it wasn't. It wasn't like it. It wasn't really a crazy like. That's not Tank's sweet like punch. Oh, no, you know no. what I'm saying? That's that's the uppercut. So you could tell it was something that just connected. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it just connected, and it wasn't like crazy like something Tank like. Cause you could tell Tank said he was looking to uh, drag him into deep waters and, and drag right. Him. Yeah. So he was going over over the rounds like he wanted to get him in that seventh, eighth, ninth mm-hmm. round. You know what I'm saying? So, but overall, I would say yeah. good fight. Um, Fast forward to the knockout. Fast forward to the knockout. Uh, yeah. So he got he got hit or TKO. He got hit really, you know, on the, on a sweet spot right on the liver shot, uh, right where the liver is. If you know, it's a delay reaction. So that's why you you saw him, you know, try to fight back, and out of nowhere, it's like bam, took a knee, uh, couldn't get up. Um, I mean. I, I I get it. It's a it's a hard shot to come back from, especially when you get hit on the sweet spot. You know, right on that uh, right side rib cage area, right where the liver lives. Um, but overall, you know, Brian Brian did good. Uh, there's a lot of things that it needs to be polished up. Like for him, he he relies on the left hook too much. It's a great punch to have, but if you look at the fight, if you look at the replay. What was getting giving him success was using the jab and the, the right hand. He caught he caught Tank a couple of times with that right hand, but he was looking for that left hook. Mm-hmm. Once once he learns right. to okay, yes, I, I have the left hook, but I gotta learn how to use my my other other skills that, that I have in the bag. I can't he can't just rely on that one punch. It's it's great that he has power with that left hook. But for him, I mean, if he was a little more patient and used the jab and the right hand a little more and gone to the body a lot more, because you could tell Tank was a little bloated, that that would have definitely slowed him down a little bit. Um, and it could have been a closer fight, maybe a draw. Um, but, yeah, that's the, that's the fight breakdown. Yeah. Good fight. Uh, the only thing I'm mad is that nobody was put to sleep. But overall, you know, for the safety, safety of the both boxers, hope, hope everybody's okay. And, you know, mad respect because all the trash talking that was done before the fight, you know, all that was put aside, you know, respectful from both ends. And then right. um, last thing I do want to, it's kind of like a little controversial is Bernard Hopkins and De La Hoya not showing up to the, to the uh, post-fight conference. Press conference. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, apparently somebody heard uh, De La Hoya say he's done with us. We already told him. Um, but yeah. Well, any 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 next steps you think will be right for, for both uh, Ryan Garcia and Javante uh, Davis? Any next steps, any future um, fights, anything that they need to work on from your, uh, from your point of view? Uh, really quick, uh, I just wanted to say... Um, I was uh, glad with the outcome of the fight. Like I said, I was rooting for Tank mm-hmm. uh, for the state of Maryland, um, you know, because he reps Maryland so much. Um, and he, you know, is giving those kids like in Baltimore City, the he's giving them the example and showing them that they could be someone as well. Right. You know what I mean? Um, saying, you know, because there's, you know, not much, like he said, not much making. I think from his friend group, he's the only one still alive. Right. And it's like, damn. So, you know, just that, you know, it's like, wow. Um, and I'm glad that he got the victory. Um, I think Tank does take some time off uh, and focuses on himself. Yeah. 
and uh, he probably he probably fights at the end of the year. He doesn't have to fight, you know. He made yeah. a ton of money. He probably fights next year, but I don't see him fighting Ryan again in a while. No, nah. maybe, maybe in a couple of years, maybe two, three years. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. I think the restrictions are going to be way. T- I mean, more on Ryan's side. Ryan's yeah. going to want, uh, you know, no no weight drain or what's it called? No uh, weight clause, uh, rehydration clause. Yeah, the rehydration clause. Um. And stuff like that, but uh, but yeah, uh, I think Tanks, uh, like I said, Tanks is gonna be probably done for this year. If not, he probably fights Shakur Stevenson as his next fight. Um, I would like to see him rematch Pibble Cruz, who no, gave we, him Pibble Cruz the only yeah, fight that really gave him a good problem. a good run yeah. for his money. Took him the full twelve rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Devin Haney fights him anytime soon. <laughs> I would like I would like Devin Haney to fight Shakur and the winner of that fight Tank. That would Tank. be more, that would be sense. that that could be a great September fight and then beginning of next year whoever the winner from that fight uh to fight Tank like maybe January February. That would be a good a right. good a good setup right there. Um yeah and then All uh, right. Um Now I was I was going to say the last thing, you know, before we we move over uh I feel like Ryan needs to go back to Canelo's team and get a new uh, promoter. So buzz that. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's that. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not too much of a. I, I follow boxing a little bit, but mm-hmm. not like. Too yeah, you more on the UFC I like side. To keep up with. Yeah, but I do. I am familiar with most of the big names and stuff like that, but. You know, good event, good fight. Um, both both made a ton of money. Hundred percent. Both are probably gonna be away from some time, or, so yep. it's worth it. At least they both did something that hasn't been seen in boxing for a long. And That's both meeting in their primes. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, but moving on. Um, like we said, we wanted to move over to the episode, and uh, it being a season finale. Um, you know, reflect on on the podcast. And then get into uh, a conversation uh, surrounding the truth about podcasting. Um, really quick, uh, any reflection on season three or on you know the Viva Das podcast? It's in whole um, that you may have. I mean, uh, season three, I would say we was uh, a lot of adjustment. You know, both of us, you know, with the big moves getting used to the the whole digital platform which I feel we 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 gotten down uh there's still things that you know sometimes it's a little less control that we have when it comes to you know sometimes the quality is not how we want it or vice versa uh or whatever other things that may happen um but yeah I would say season 3 definitely been the the most challenging season just because of all the things that that you know traveling a lot of you know the moves and figuring out this you know the whole virtual setup um and then podcast as a whole man I feel like it has boosted my creativity man um I like to think that I'm a creative person but you know you Having each week figure out, okay, this is how <laughs> we got to tell what we're going to talk about. And, you know, just making making content out of anything. You know, you we can talk about the, the most random 
topics, but it will still make sense. And I've, that, that was a, a, a big learning curve, um, that, that I feel I took, uh, something that I took away from the podcast as a whole. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with you 110%. Definitely season three was the most challenging, uh, you know, the Vibras, um, uh, the platform, um, just because like you said, uh, being virtual, the transition to being virtual, um, you know, the whole, um, moves, like you said, being able to find the, the right schedule, the time, um, adjusting like little things like, uh, templates for shorts and right. templates for the videos, you know, it's a ton of things that, you know, have, have, uh, you know, have come along in season three. And I would say, um, there's more of some, there's a couple more obvious ones. Like, uh, I'd say people, I don't know. I feel like the viewership or whatever, or the following has, has, has kind of slowed down a bit ever since we had transition to virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to blame that itself, but I feel like that's kind of where the, the trend like kind of stopped because when we were, in, when we were in person, like it just kept trending, trending, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, once, once we moved, it just like hit a wall. Yeah. And that does. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. That shows. Yeah. I was going to say that just shows the perseverance and shows how much we truly want to do this and continue to do it. No matter the, you know, the um i mean that would sound kind of like not truthful because like you know you kind of do want to see production and see you know um people accepting and viewing what you're doing Mm -hmm. but i want to say i just came to a a point where it's just like i've accepted you know what videos do good and what videos don't do good and just be like hey we put it out there we we can only do so much right control what you can control like i always say control what you can control uh, we're content creators, we're podcasters. We give you guys the content every single week. We try to do something for you guys and all we can do is put it out there for you guys to consume. Um, so I would say I definitely, that's the biggest thing that I've grown with is, you know, being able to ex- uh, accept the reality of podcasting, which is you're not going to always see uh, success in the, in the podcast world. I agree hundred percent. I mean, there, there's topics that were like, yo, <laughs> this going to go viral. And then, you know, it's, it doesn't do the numbers that, that, uh, that we were expecting. Um, but podcasting, I would say in general, it's all try and error, right? You may have, you may have a video that does great, phenomenal. Hmm. And then you try to follow up and the second video doesn't do good. But then again, that's that's where where consistency comes into play. You know, the more consistent you are, um, the the better results you're going to get. And yeah, the the other thing I would say, man, podcasting is it's not easy. It's not as easy as people seem, you know. Uh, yes, this is the easiest part. Us actually talking about, you know, what are we going to be talking about? But, you know, the planning, the preparation, the, you know, post-production work, like editing, coming up with a thumbnail, coming up with a title. It's all it's all part of it. And uh, it's no easy task, like I said. Um, and that that's why that's why I want to let you know, you know, if some any of you guys are thinking about starting a podcast, you got to come at it with the right attitude. You got to 
you got to have the expectation, I would say, that you're not going to do crazy numbers when you first start out. Especially when you yeah. start out like us, we don't, we didn't have like a previous following or anything like that. And, but we were, we've been building it. We've been building it. I would right. say that's the big, biggest thing. If you don't have a following already, you know, start developing your following and start, you know, interacting mm -hmm. on social media. Uh, start putting yourself in places where you can get attention, type of, type of things like that. Yeah. I feel like right now we're at the like the the grinding stage. Mm -hmm. 100%. It's like 10 uh 5 10 years from now you'll be like damn like we were grinding those years to get to where we are. Um you know what I mean? So you have to have that drive. And the first thing I want to say with all right so the first thing with podcasting the first thing I feel like this is the first thing you need to come up with before you even start mm -hmm. is um obviously like what we say you got to at least start. That's the first thing. 100%. But you have to find your identity or the identity of the podcast. Right. Um, that all starts with, if you're doing it with someone else, it being someone that, um, you know, you've known for some time and you guys could, or at least know that the conversation between you guys is going to be genuine. It's going to be, you know, knowledgeable. It's going to be good energy. Um, you know, because it's better that way. It'd be something natural than be something forced and unnatural because you could tell when something isn't natural. Right. That makes 100%, sense. 100%. Yeah. Um, but find, finding your identity is good because once you find your identity and you get a grasp of that, um, the rest, you know, works for itself. Uh, we tried so many things. You could see uh, the episodes from season one to now sports, music, college, culture lifestyle motivation everything and here and there you get like little uh peaks like right. all of those all got there got mm -hmm. like small like peaks so you couldn't quite see which one it was but when you see something works you you go at that again that's why you see a part two to something you know what i mean exactly and uh and you see what works so it's all about trying different things and seeing what works for your guys as a platform because like say for instance you want to start a podcast and you'd be like oh it's going to be about fashion or it's going to be about motivation like just closing yourself to one thing can be a huge problem early on at least right right or even or even you know like let's say if it's somebody you know wants to have a podcast about fashion uh i feel like in that just because it's so niche down and then there's a lot of niches within fashion. You might just focus on one thing, one aspect of fashion. If you if well, if you're thinking uh, like let's say like a really niche down podcast, you got to be able to cover all those sub niches in that in that specific niche. That way, you can actually relate to to people. Like for us, it's a little different because we we. I would say we do have a niche, but at the same time we don't. We can we are able to make a lot of different contents, especially right now. Um, because we like you said, we talk about music, entertainment, uh we do motivational stuff, we do uh drinking games and stuff like that. We do a bunch of things and but overall, I mean it's all try and error, like Yeah, but 
the main thing is though, like you could have like that niche, like mm-hmm. like I like I was trying to say is like you could do something fashion driven, but sorry, but apart from that, try other things along the way. Yes, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? 100%. Play with it, see what works, see what doesn't work. Because the problem with that, if you just stick to one thing, if it doesn't work, you're gonna get discouraged and you're not gonna want to continue. But you don't know what you're truly good at until you try other things. Right. That's with everything in life. Right. 100%. But in podcasting, you got to try so much things um, because the problem is it's such a saturated uh, world. It's such a, such, such a saturated thing to do. And everybody's podcasting. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Everybody's trying to be like the other. That's where the problem presents itself. Now, when you're trying different things and you're showing versatility and showing, you know, that you could do so much. It, it opens the eyes to the people that, you know, are listening to you or following you and keeps them engaged, not knowing what to expect next. You know what I mean? So I think that's the one of the big, big components um, is definitely finding your identity early on um, and then moving on from that. Something else I wanted to touch on really quick is um, the support. Mm-hmm. Um, we've dedicated episodes to that. Um, just to know. <laughs> it's tricky, man. It's so tricky. This is the first time, like, I'd say when I when I've dedicated myself to something that I truly needed support from many people. Right. And <clears throat> when I first did it, uh, you know, you'd see some support. You know, you'd see a, a mass amount of support. I'd say in the beginning, but then it slowly starts to die down, and then you see who truly has been supporting you. That's where that's something I wanted to get to, but also uh, touching on. It's surprising in anything you do in life, say you want to start a clothing brand, you want to start a music career, uh, you know, any of these things, skills, you know, trades, anything you want to start. Um, It's surprising that those who really support you are those that don't even know you. And those that know you don't support you until you are someone significant, like. Until the the hard work was done, until the hard work was done, until everything was, you know, completed, then they want to show love. And, uh, man, it's such a, it's such a cold world, man. And it's like, wow, like, you know, cause I'm a person, I'm gonna support you. If, if, if I'm like, if we locked in and like, you know, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been that person where I like to uplift someone. If I know something in some area, I like to give the, Mm -hmm. give the advice to that person to help out. And it's just crazy knowing that there's people out there that consider that, you know, say they're your friends or say that they um, are supportive of you and they don't support you at all. And like, for instance, support isn't me sending you a video and telling you to post it. That's not support. Support is you seeing a video or something that say you like or you you if you like the video. I mean, (laughs) you know, there's something you liked about it. So why not support? You know what I'm saying? But. Then again, there's a difference where a true like and a and a and a casual like, you know what I'm saying? Because that that's it's it's tricky, man. You can't really see, you know that. But I guess I know a lot of who truly supports the podcast because I see the consistency. I don't know if you know, but I see like those who casual like who really mm-hmm. share the videos, like it, and everything like that. And it's not you're not obligated to do so, right? Yeah, but um. If 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 I thought I can count on you, it just hurts me that when I most needed your support early on and you didn't give me the support, it's like damn. So just you gotta have tough skin in this business or 
in any uh, entrepreneur thing that you do, knowing that um, support is not going to come from those that you truly expected it from. And yeah. No, I agree 100%, 100%, especially the part where the people that, that don't know you are going to be the one that are going to support you the most. Um, and that's something, you know, um, you also got to realize not, not everybody, you know, around you is willing to support you. So, I mean, in that, in that point, I would say it all comes from within, right? You got to be the one that's going to, that's going to be pushing yourself. That's going to be, you know, looking at the good, at the, at the things that are happening. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it, definitely a good advice I would say is don't get discouraged by that. Just keep doing, okay. They, they don't, they don't want to share the video or whatever. Try to, you know, keep working harder. Eventually they're going to be forced to share the videos because they're seeing you so much, posting so much content or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I would have to say regarding that aspect. Yeah. Um, also, uh, knowing that, um, collabs, uh, interviews, stuff like that are not going to be easy to come. Mm-hmm. By. Um, that's true. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, you know, it um, is, it is finding genuine people, uh, in the community is, it's hard to do, but when you do find the, the genuine people, it's, it feels good. Um, all of those who we've collabed with are genuine people that we've met through podcasting and the uh, people that, you know, were willing to collab with us and mm-hmm. uh, either have us on their platform or, or, or they, or they be on our platform. I mean, there's times, uh, numerous times where we've asked people and simply either got ignored or denied. And it's just right. like, it's a part of it. Um, you know, that's a part of it. The main thing is, um, and we can't we can't quite speak on it because we're not there, but a lot of these people that are kind of theirs mindset, like okay, I understand. Like if you reach out to like Drake and be like, "Hey, can you come on?" and they're like, they ignore you. That's different, right? But if right. It's, if it's someone that's reachable and isn't like un, you know what I'm saying, like that's when it affects me. Like it's like, damn, like why feel like you're better than someone when you're not there yet? You know what I'm saying? That that's probably the reason you're not there yet. Cause you're not you know, the people feel people read off people get that ego and and feel like feel it from you. Like there's a lot of times where people are very like uh like hard or feel like they're hard to get at and stuff like that. And it's like that might be the reason you're not getting there because you're not collabing and you're not, you know, featuring or whatever you're doing. Like, um but you know, whenever t- whenever God has the time planned for us exactly. to you know be able to you know hit someone up and someone be like, oh yeah, for sure, what's up? Like that's gonna be such a relief um, for us. Uh, you know what I mean? Because like I said, we're not at that level to not understand why people, or we're not at the level to understand why people don't collab with every just with everyone, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's like when you're at that level and you get thousands of messages of people to collab, are you going to collab with those thousand people? Then no. But there have been times where someone would be like, oh, right now is not the time. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to benefit me, this and that. So it's like, oh, all right, whatever. I mean, yeah. And I mean, that that's OK, too. Yeah. Like sometimes sometimes yeah. it may not be the right time. Right. Um, 
Yeah. But that that's just part of the game. Um But think about it though, bro. But think about it. Don't like I was thinking about this. I think it would be so much better. Like say, for instance, someone that's that's known. I think it's better for you to help someone help a help a platform out that you could help out tremendously. That's then go true. to a platform that already has that already has that following. That's you know true. I mean? At least that's true. In my opinion, bro. especially when it's then you're gonna you, go ahead. Nah, because then you're gonna just have that good feeling knowing you helped out and made some and helped some podcast or something become relevant in a way. You know what I mean? Like right. Just by right. simply showing up on their on their platform, and it's not even you sharing; it's just showing up. I mean, I don't know. But. Right, right. And and the other thing, and what I was gonna say is, uh, especially if it's a platform that's being ran by somebody that you know, right? Yeah, yeah. but. You know, uh, we will we will always try what the best we can do. Um, definitely, definitely, uh, we we are trying to get some people on here on the platform, um, people that we know of and stuff like that. We just gotta work, you know, the the logistics of everything. Uh, but that's, um, I guess, I do want to ask you what what are expectations, plans for. For season four, mm. um, uh, maybe a lot of well, the summer's right around the corner, so a lot of you know the vibras on the streets. Hopefully, God willing, mm-hmm. um, here in Chicago. Hopefully, there in Houston, um, collabs. Hopefully, God willing, collabs, uh, interviews, um. A lot of the same thing that we repeat towards the end, but we I truly want it to happen this mm-hmm. season. I feel like season four is a make or break season. Yeah. True truthfully, I truly feel that way. Yeah. I truly feel 100%. that way. Um and you know, I'd like to, you know, have some in person videos. Yeah. A hundred percent. We definitely definitely I mean, definitely gonna plan that out, uh, where we can have uh a book of I would say like in-person content that we can bring to you guys next season. Um, I just feel like the, not saying that the chemistry isn't there in this, uh, on a virtual platform, but it's a, it's a lot easier to feed off energy when you are in person. So definitely, definitely going to bring you guys some in-person um, episodes, content. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout. All right. Um, so really quick before we go over the the few questions that we got on the Q&A, <laughs> um, uh, what's something, what's, what's a huge challenge in podcasting? What's one of the hugest challenges that you have, have came by in podcasting that you could share with someone that is looking to become a podcaster or just someone that follows and supports podcasts What's something that you could tell yeah. them that is a huge challenge that many may not know about man the biggest challenge is uh is mental man it's your mentality that that would be the biggest challenge um especially you know like for us we we do everything at home like when you put all that work and you're not really seeing you know like a big big amount of results all at once um I feel that's the biggest challenge, making sure that you're not being brought down by the negative thoughts. That's what I would say is the biggest challenge in podcasting. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I think the same thing. The biggest challenge is just consistency. Ah, early on, consistently uh, receiving a good amount of support is what's going to determine mm-hmm. the success of the platform. That's that's the way I look at it, honestly. But moving really quick over to the questions. Um, couple questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, literally a couple. <laughs> well. I, I was talking to Quest. Quest asked a question. Shout out to Quest. Quest and Friends podcast. Yes, sir, it's yes, not sir. really a question, but I told him it's not a question. But it's <laughs> it's a, question. a question. Wait, I just got news before that. Before that. Oh man, Kobe's Twitter. Kobe's Twitter re-verified. Kobe's really quick. Twitter. Um, Twitter. Twitter removed verification to the figures that are truly verified mm. and are now making them pay a subscription to be verified. Wait, what? So they're giving, they're, yeah, they're giving, um, they're giving the membership, uh, what's the word? Like they're giving the people that are paying the sort of check mark, like more power than those who were truly verified mm. beforehand. So now, now all these, now all these people have to subscribe to That's Twitter. Blue. Will we see the same thing on Instagram? We should, we will oh, never no. know. Anyways, moving on. Um, Quest said, Quest and Friends podcast, or Quest and Friends collab question mark. We could see another collab in season four. For yeah, sure. 100%. It's 100%. It's always, it, people always like to, you know, see us uh, collab. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I, mean? I can't wait for the in-person collab. That's going to be funny, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good good collab right there. But is he asking like coming back onto our platform or us going to his platform? Oh, I don't know. Quest, comment down below what you mean, man. Yeah, but <laughs> we're down for both. I mean, we're down yeah. for both. Yeah. Oh, um, shout out to Never Famous again. Never Famous. Uh, we're gonna collab with them again here shortly soon. You know, possibly probably come back on their uh, uh, podcast or in the near future, have them come on to our podcast whenever we have uh, a space. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Um, shout out to Never Famous. Shout out to Aunt Audi and uh, Ron and Corey. All yes, those sir, yes, sir. Um, moving on. Next question. Chris Jones, my boy, Chris. Shout out to Chris uh, down there in Salisbury. Well, Pittsville. <laughs> yeah. in the it's same playbook. He's from Pittsville. And He's the from same. Uh, uh, <laughs> how long until the merch drops? Question mark. Ooh. You got free promo out here. Man, I don't know. Chris. I don't know. That's a good question. Shout out to yo. Shout, shout out to Chris. Chris proposed an, uh, an idea to me. All um, right. Kind of tying it to himself. Uh, he said that he's willing to ha- make his softball team name. You know the Vibras and. Have you know the vibras across their chest? Hey, hey, yo, we, 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 we <laughs> with a QR we code. Are... <laughs> hey, <that'd> be... <laughs> hey, we approve, Chris. I don't, I don't understand. Hey, exclude the sponsor, like the sponsor money wise for the jerseys <laughs> and everything, but we do approve. You could, you could put that across your chest and support yeah. the podcast. That'd Just don't forget the QR code. But, <laughs> yeah, don't forget the QR. But the merch, the merch is, is, you know, we're waiting for 1K um, to get, drop it. I mean, it's there. It's ready. The mock-ups are ready. Everything's ready to go. Uh, just waiting for 1K, man. Yeah. That's, that's how it is. But I think we need to get our hands on them soon, man, so we could tease everyone. 100%, 100%. Let's say, let's say, 
Uh, they'll, they'll be out. Uh, let's say hopefully before summer. Yeah, let, let's let's shoot for before summer. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we're ready to drop them. You just gotta get get us to one k. Facts. Um, and then shout out to Greg. Um, shout out to Greg. Uh, Greg asked two questions. My boy Greg, Dominican breed one. Yes, sir. Shout out to my boy Greg. Um, first one from Greg. What was the best part of the whole experience on the podcast? Ooh, best part, best part. Um, I mean, just to just the 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 amount of people that you can meet. Uh, you know the mm-hmm. the podcast community is crazy, man. And uh, that I would say that that would be the the biggest thing. Yeah, I'd say definitely. Um, you know, like you said, creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and helping with the creativity of coming up with content each and every week, and also, you know, being able to my my best experience was knowing that my voice or our voice, sorry, our voice has been heard across the countries. So right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's good to know. Um, yeah, because many don't know. Like you, you just see YouTube, but you know, we're on audio platforms as well, and. You know, we're global. Shout out to God. Thanks yes, to sir. God. Um, and then Greg's next question. Who are you grateful you've met through the podcast platform? I'd say everyone. Yeah. Uh, everyone yeah. we've met through there. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all the podcasters we've met and collabed with. Uh, we always give the, the same podcast shout outs. You guys make sure you go check them out. Um, Quest and Friends. Never Famous. I keep chilling is, you know, chilling for real, right. but they're there. <laughs> uh, um, Fabian, shout out to Fabian. Fabian, not a podcaster, but content creator doing good, good, good content over there. And Oye Mi Gente. Um, yeah, I'd say everyone. Yeah. Same thing for me. Everyone that, that we have met, you know, uh, and looking forward to meet. Yeah. And also even on the shorts, you know, um, everyone that has, you know, met us through TikTok or Instagram um through the shorts. Uh like I said, um those videos like we added up like the numbers like the other day. And just knowing like you have like little over like a million views like total like it's crazy. Shorts is it's nuts. crazy, yeah. Crazy. Um wow. You know what I mean? That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, I'd say that's the best thing, man. And, and podcasting is fun. Podcasting is something that teaches you, like you say, uh, how to express yourself. So podcast teaches expression, mm-hmm. self-expression. 100%. Podcast teaches you, um, teaches you basically a way to have a platform and speak on things that, that you would want other people to hear your opinion on, honestly. Um, and also to, to be yourself and uh, show people another side of you as well that they may not know of. Um, 100%. I agree. Yeah, I mean, because think, think about it. Think about it. A couple years back, who would have told you that you were going to be podcasting? You know what I mean? No, buddy. Uh, uh, so... What? No, nah, I mean I was gonna say I did kinda <laughs> I did kinda start a podcast like back in college. So you just, I don't know I'm happened. saying before that. Though, before like, that, yeah, like, no, like, that that was the last yeah. thing that I thought uh I mean honestly, if I'm being honest, I thought podcasting was silly at first, but then I was like, Man <laughs> the level of conversations that you can have in a in a podcast is is just crazy and that kinda like draw me nice. in even more. And then like you said, you having a voice mm-hmm. 
uh, that people can can listen to, not just, uh, uh, you know, like actually listening, but, you know, having a voice for other people as well that may not like the spotlight or uh, somebody that may agree with the same uh, point of views as you, that that's, uh, that's what I would say kind of like drew me in more. Yeah. Yeah. No facts. Um, and you know, just like, like same thing with me. Like, I mean, coming out of high school, I did write in my, um, yearbook that I wanted to be a radio host. So I guess I kind of somewhat accomplished my dream, but I still do want to get, uh, you know, into something of that nature, mm-hmm. radio or something, you know, cause everyone knows like sports, like you can ask, I'm like the, the sports encyclopedia when we're talking about football, UFC, baseball. Mm-hmm. I used to be good with basketball, but I fell off a little bit. Yeah, I'm I a type of person. Basketball. If if I, if I put my mind to something, I could really I learn could a lot. And I, and like, I, I absorb a lot of energy, like information, not energy, information. And, uh, take pride in this, in those stuff. Like the other day, someone was asking me a question, like asking me if I knew somebody that was coming up in the draft and, uh, some, some guy that was like a top 10, top 20 guy. I don't know. It was like a center. And I was like, yeah. Oh, John Michael Schmitz. Yeah. He plays for Minnesota or whatever. You know what I mean? They was like, what? How'd you know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah. Oh, shout out to, I, I don't know if he watches the podcast, but my boy from Fairmont state, Shout out to Chandler Zavala going in through the NFL draft process this week. Yes, sir. Uh, starts Thursday. Um, starts Thursday. He, he, you know, there's a lot of different projections on him. Um, you know, hopefully he goes early. Uh, I'm going to be watching, uh, rooting for my boy, man. It's crazy. Like, you know, just knowing like his work ethic, seeing him put the work that he put in. Um, you know, he deserves it, man. He's one of those guys that truly deserves it. Uh, and I truly hope he goes to the right situation and succeeds because, man, he he's he's truly like, <laughs> what's the word? Like a gentle giant. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> when you get to know him, he's huge, but he, he's he's a he's a loving person, caring person and a brother, man, a true brother. I'm thankful to God that, you know, I got to meet him, spend a ton of time with him. Uh, you know, we, we went in together to Fairmont. We went different routes, uh, you know, throughout Fairmont. And now he's going to the league, you know, God willing. I remember we, we used to have the same hairstyle and everything. We used to go get our haircuts together. Everything, bro. Yeah, man. It's, it's cool. Man. It's a cool that's thing. What's up. Big up. So my boy Chandler, shout out to Chandler. You can get him on a pod soon, man. You're going to have to, gonna have to right? hit him up and see if you'd like to come on. That'd be dope. Post NFL. Damn, that'd be dope. I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit my boy up. <laughs> Shout out to Chandler. Yes, man, yes, but yeah, thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Um, any last words from you? Hey, man. Uh, super excited. I'm super excited for the next season. Um, I also I do want to ask you guys, is there anything specific that we, you guys want to see? You know, do you guys want us to start a different segment? You know, we have the sports encyclopedia. Do you, do you guys want a segment where, you know, it's all sports once a week. And then the podcast, let us know what you guys want to hear. You know, uh, we that's what we're here for. Uh, we're here to, you know, provide our point of view on conversations that, you know, that people want to hear us uh, discuss. Facts. Yeah. Let us know. Um, either contact us through DM 
uh, email us or comment. What do you guys want to see in the upcoming season? Um, you know, we're probably going to take a, a couple weeks off to kind of plan mm-hmm. everything, brainstorm everything, see the logistics and how we want everything to go for the following season. Um, and yeah, go from there. Um, but yeah, let us know what you want to hear. Anybody you want to see on the podcast. And uh, yeah, you know, the, we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep putting content out for you guys. And uh, hopefully, you know, the Vibras can continue to grow. And you guys could be a part of the growth with us. So yeah, remember, guys, make sure you hit the like button. Comment something positive down below. Comment something you want to hear from us in the near future. Sorry to those um, that listen to us each and every Monday. But uh, you could always go back and check out previous episodes that you may have missed. Or ones that you'd like. There's a lot of classics. I always try to go back to some and, and see and learn from them. Um, but yeah, a couple weeks off. Uh, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. No, you know. Yeah. A couple weeks from um, not recording. You know, we'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Um, just, you know, be patient and uh, just know that we're working on things to hopefully season four. Is what makes you know the baby that's you know the baby that's. Uh, but yeah, like that video, like this video, like all of the videos, comment something on this video, review if you're listening, rate the video or rate the audio if you're listening. And as always, remember to subscribe and, and let's vibe. Money pass, que Dios me lo cuide. On to season